When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Listening to uh, good old iconography. I'm Io. And I'm Olivia. And this is the show where we get together and we talk the people who truly matter nurses. Just kidding. Nurses do matter, but we talk <laughs> icons. Damn, who would bring on a nurse? Someone would talk about a nurse. I, I would love Damn. for someone to be like my mom. <laughs> My yeah. mom who's like a hospice nurse is like, yes, let's talk about her. Let's celebrate let's her. Let's break it down. Let's break down the legacy. Will she endure? Um, <laughs> we do talk about icons. Will, will your mom um, endure? <laughs> damn. And honestly, all respect to Helen, she might fall off. <laughs> Helen's going to get canceled on Facebook. Oh, my God. Marianne <laughs> would get canceled in like two seconds if like uh, yeah. whatever. <laughs> Helen would repost like uh like a Christian meme with something spelled wrong and like people would be like, You can't post grammatical errors on the internet. You're canceled. <laughs> and and she would be, rightly so. Um, but uh we have a guest come on and they will talk about a celebrity person, a singer, an actor, a writer, whomstever, a director, a nurse, uh, <laughs> that they think is an icon and that they want to make a case for. Um, but uh, today's episode is a little different. If you listened to last week's, you might you, know why. You know what's going on. Our guest today... <laughs> Well, well, well. The tables for turn. The master becomes the 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 student, and the <laughs> host becomes the guest. But before we get into that, we gotta talk shop. We gotta talk icons of the week. We're talking so people yeah. we've been thinking about. People who've been kind of like sitting in our heads, bopping mm-hmm. around. Because some icons, some icons are forever, but some some icons they're for now. They're for the moment. They're for the week. <laughs> Some yeah, some icons are just for the week, and you know that's okay. No, we respect that. Um, oh, who is so, your icon this week? Yes, this week um, my icon is um, is it is sort of a the space between two people. Okay. If interesting, um, the I can't stop thinking about the picture of Timothy Chalamet and Lily Rose oh, Depp making out. Oh, God. It's so gross. Like, um, the th- okay, here's the thing about that picture is that um, everyone looks disgusting when they're making out. Like, no one should like, ever be photographed horrible. making out. Horrible. It's like, 
if I if I were photographed on a yacht making out with someone, I would also look crazy because making out yeah, looks bet. crazy. But this there's is a particular. Reason why, there's like a reason why, like TV people like they're kissing with the mouths closed. Man, you open yeah. that shit and it's unfilmable. It's yeah, it's a <laughs> but, reason that like when people shoot movies, they're like, don't use tongue; it'll look crazy. Yes, it'll look nasty. But yeah, this picture in particular has. It has moved me because these are two very attractive, uh, viable, young Hollywood talents. And they are both sort of um, wrapped around each other like two snakes that are trying to eat (laughs) the other. Their jaws are like fully unhinged. And it is hard to tell where mouths begin and where they end and like how somehow the both of them have like their top lip on the other top lip and their bottom lip on the other bottom lip you know what I mean like it's like there's no it's like it's not like you know when you're when you're kissing and it's like oh my top lip's here and then it's your top lip and then it's my bottom lip and then it's your bottom lip it's like two top lips pressed up together (laughs) yeah it's two like like, holes (laughs) pushed up against each other it is like they tried to do like a closed mouth kiss, but they like you know what I mean. Like they tried to kiss, and they knew that the top lip and the bottom lip had to touch, but they didn't know that it's like you can close it. Like they just sort of went for it. Um, anyway, so my 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 icon this week is the space between their mouths. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> I do think yeah. that this is like um, you know when like. Uh, teens who weren't really around the 90s will like dig up a photo of like um like Brad Pitt and Gwyneth Paltrow or like Winona and Johnny Depp like I feel like for kids who are kind of not paying attention right now in yeah 15 years or whatever they're gonna be like I want to love like this <laughs> and it's like Timothy God. Chalamet's gaping mouth hole <laughs> pressed up against Lily Rose Depp's gaping mouth hole <laughs> It is, like, so crazy to just look at that photo and be like, that's our double denim. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's our double denim. Like, that's a photo that, um, whether we like it or not, will endure. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's Angelina Jolie licking the side of Billy Bob Thornton's face. It's like, um, what are some other good, like, gross kiss pictures? I don't know. This is a good icon, oh, yeah. Io. You picked a good one. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I see a lot of potential for it in the future. <laughs> I see some, some returns I mean, for sure. I think if, you know, I think if Tumblr were still popping, like, this would be. Oh, huge. Big Tumblr moment for sure, huge. for sure. Huge, huge, huge. Um, yeah, but that is my icon of the week. Uh, Olivia, may I ask, who's your icon of the week? My icon of the week, okay, um, I think we cut this out of the episode a couple weeks back, but I recently had uh, a very intense case of strep, um, Mm -hmm. which is cool to get strep in the summertime. Like, that's very chic of me in many ways. Um, That's true. But while I was, like, bedridden, I was was just, like, plowing through movies. I was just absolutely going for it. And one of the movies I watched was one of our uh, shared interests, Gattaca. And so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because sometimes sometimes you're really just like in a, in a sick haze and you're like, I need to watch 
Gattaca. Um, which one kind of holds up and two features one Miss Uma Thurman who I um, miss. I want Uma to kind of like Listen. pop back in like m- like well, maybe I don't know like Maya's here Ethan's still here yeah. like where's Uma? I miss her. I, mean, I love her. She's know, a talent. We know where Uma went. I know where we know where Uma went but it's like I what I would love is for like a woman director to give Uma the vehicle she deserves, where she feels safe and like comfortable. Olivia, I mean, we yes. have a game just for that. You can put her on the list, and we'll see if we get her one day. I know. Now you're just now you're just sort of you're teasing. You're being a little flirt right now. A little flirt of flirting for a little Friday up in the future. Okay. All right. And we gotta fall through or else. Uh. I know. <laughs> anyway, so my icon is Uma Thurman. Um, she's incredible all the time. I love looking at her face because it's like you're at, you're at, uh, once you're like, oh, she's gorgeous. And then you're like, oh, her face is kind of weird. And then you're like, oh, no, that makes her even more gorgeous. You know what I mean? No, it is. Yeah, she does have a face like I, it is fun when you see like an actress like now. I mean, I guess there is that that is how it is throughout all of time or whatever, but where it's like you genuinely have an interesting face. Yeah. <laughs> like it's nice. not just like yeah. you're not just like stunning. It's like, oh, there's right. like stuff here. Like Emma Stone kind of has one of those faces where it's, oh, you're gorgeous and then you look at it a little longer and it's like, oh, there your eyes are kind of far apart from each other in a way that's interesting and then you circle back to like, oh, it's gorgeous. I maybe I kind of disagree, but I guess I see your point. Okay, and that's all I ask. She's like that's objectively I beautiful. I know. So is Uma Thurman, but like I think Emma Stone has an interesting face in huh, a way that okay. say um, I don't know that you know Jennifer Lawrence has a capital I interesting face. I'll take well, yes, okay, I'll take that for sure. I'll take that. I agree on that front. Like. So, well, but I guess she's not that same generation. Like Sally Hawkins, that's somebody who I... Okay, yes, that's that's an interesting... We're t- I'm talking big movie star interesting phase. Right. Oh, Sally Hawkins isn't a box office shredder for you? Weird. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now that we're in, you know, a post-fish-fuck world, who knows? So true. But... We really that- had, like... We really had, like... We had a hawkins sauce. And I think it might be over. <laughs> well, was it a sans? Because, like, you know, Sally Hawkins never popped off in the way that she did in The Shape of Water before The Shape of Water. Like, there was no But, bro, huge... I'm just saying that string, that string of, like, Blue Jasmine, Paddington, Maudie, Paddington 2, Shape of Water. I know, but that's, that's, not, a like... sa- that's not a sans. That's a, a, just a peak. Okay. <laughs> but, like... But like we had a big Sally Hawkins moment that we could okay, both yeah. agree on. That's okay, that's true. I just think it's like <laughs> I just think we might not get that again. I I hope we do. I mean, I hope she keeps making interesting things. I love her. I know, but then she's like doing Godzilla stuff now. She's like I'm, listen, a bitch is making money and we cannot fault her for that. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm just so I'm like so I'm just like so protective of her. 
<laughs> the other day I, I looked in the mirror and I was making a face and I was like, what does this face look like to me? And I kept looking at it and I kept, it was, I can't describe the process of like making the face and being like, what is this? What is this? And then I was like, I know I look like a white woman right now. <laughs> Sally Hawkins. Anyways. What, what anyways, face was, were you making where you were like, this is Sally Hawkins? Well, I had on a lot, of, I had on a lot of eye makeup. Okay. So my eyes looked like bigger. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, um, okay. I was kind of like, like my like my eyes were like, <laughs> like my eyes were like big, but my mouth was kind of like, hmm, you know, like my mouth was like, <laughs> you know what I mean? What I but like if you think about her mouth, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she my mouth was like, like, hmm, and my eyes were like huge, great and mouth. I was like, I fucking love her mouth. Okay, mouth work and body. I'm addicted to any actress who can act with her mouth. This is specifically for Sally Hawkins and my girl Shiv. Oh God, Sarah Snook. Marry me. <laughs> I mean, a full range of emotion with just a purse of the lips. A purse Queen. of the lips. Or, or like a, a talking out of the side of the mouth. That is always Honey, cool to they me. don't teach that in acting school. No. They teach that in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Australia, I think Oof. it's time to go down, down under. Down under. <laughs> Into our into topic. my subconscious, <laughs> yeah. Going down under going? into like my upbringing and kind of mm-hmm. uh, an important figure from my youth and my current and probably my future. Olivia, you've got an icon to talk about today. I do. Um, and do you want to tell me who it is? Yeah. Um, as we uh, not very well teased last week, I am here. Mm-hmm. To talk about one Mr. Bruce Springsteen. Uh, yeah, that's Bruce. <laughs> um, God, I really... Bruce... I, I feel almost weird doing Bruce because, um, like, he's so established already. Like, it's like going on to a sports podcast and being like, Babe Ruth is my favorite baseball player. <laughs> like, um, yeah. but I, I picked Bruce because, um, for the same reason you picked Radiohead, is that it's someone I love who you are not, you know well versed in care about it's Bruce mm-hmm. is not a part of your genetic makeup in the way that he is a part of my genetic makeup he has nothing to do with my genetic makeup yeah. if I may even go so far that is that is crazy to me that's so like it really kind of uh shines a light on our different upbringings i think we're going back to white mom culture here this um, is the thing yeah. So I guess that is probably a good place to start, which is that uh, the way I found out about Bruce is that I was a small child and my mom had a mix CD in the car that was either just um, like a CD she wanted to drive to or it, it might have been like her running playlist that she burned to CD to listen to in the car. And huh. No Surrender was on the CD and I remember hearing it for the first time and being like 
what is this? This is crazy. Like, this makes me feel... I was, like, nine years old. I remember so vividly being in, like, the McDonald's drive-thru hearing No Surrender. And being, like, hold, being like, hold on, hold the phone. <laughs> this, whatever this is, this is crazy. My mom was like, this is... More of that, please. Yeah, my mom was like, this is Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I was like, my I mom feel is like, like are you okay? Yeah, I feel <laughs> like... like I, hyperventilating in the back seat. <laughs> True. And then on that same uh, CD was... Um, you can call me Al. So it was really like an important CD. Okay. In, this is in my putting life. together all the yeah. pieces of you. For Absolutely. Me. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so I think from that, I kind of went on my own Bruce journey and it was kind of, you know, uh, it's very easy to listen to a lot of Bruce Springsteen at once. And my mom is a huge fan. And so like every Christmas mm-hmm. we listen to, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. His live okay, version of Santa popping. Claus is coming to town. That's oh my god, absolutely it's a banger! Yeah, yeah, incredible. Yeah. It's so good. We would like listen to it as we were, uh, as my mom like pulled the like Christmas decorations down from the attic, and suddenly mm-hmm. like the the Bruce would be blaring through our house, and it was like time to set up our Christmas decorations, and like that's what that song triggers in my head now. Oh wow, um, that feeling! I just like, especially when you're young, like you get older and you get a little more jaded or whatever. But yeah. there's something like that's so pure about that. Right, feeling. it's like those, like like the music that was played in my house out loud is like mm. that kind of music for everyone. I feel like is very. Uh, evocative of a time mm-hmm. in their life. Um, it's like that and weirdly, um, If I Ain't Got You by Alicia Keys, which is a song my dad really likes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like, it's, you know, that that kind of a meme A moment of like, where I connect to you. When you talk about your, and re- you know, the black dad moments, I tend to <laughs> understand <laughs> a little more. <laughs> if you can believe it. Um, but that meme of like, what album are your kids going to hear and know that it's time to start cleaning yeah. the house. It's like, yeah, for yeah. me, that's like Bruce Springsteen greatest hits. It's like, we're putting on Bruce and you are uh, like windexing every window in this house. It's like, okay, that's cool. So funny. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, but okay. Sorry. I got, no, you can go. I got a trip down. A thing that we're going to, I think, discover during this interview if we can even call interview. it that, uh, this sort of, I think it's a, it's a little interview adjacent is that you yeah. are the journalist of the pair and you are generally better at generating questions. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> okay. But Olivia, you talked about your, like your Bruce journey and mm-hmm. you know that you, do you think you've like listened to all of his stuff? Okay. So I, uh, have well, I haven't listened to the new Bruce record. I am much more uh-huh. well versed in early Bruce, like like n- around the in the nineties. I kind of fall off, but there's a like a beautiful period from like seventy to the late eighties, so like twenty years of Bruce. That is enough okay. Bruce, I think, to like kind of last you a lifetime, um, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where my heart lies. Uh, yeah. But you know, I've 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 listened to you know Streets of Philadelphia. I've listened to uh, I've listened re- to Streets of Philadelphia. Ball. Oh, because you of have? the movie Philadelphia. Because, yeah, 
Bruce won an Oscar. Bruce won an Oscar for that song. That song well, is good. That song is good. That movie is not so good, but um, I'm happy that Bruce got his Oscar. You know, one step closer to an EGOT. He does have a Tony. How many? Oh, what's he, he just missing? needs. He needs an Emmy, an Emmy, I think. Yeah, which is like, come on, let's do it. You, oh, you I wonder if he's. That. I wonder if he's nominated this year for the Netflix thing. Oh, whatever. He should be. Um. <laughs> do you have a favorite Bruce album or Bruce uh, era? I mean, you can't sort of give the years, but like, like a like a favorite, a favorite f- phase. Yeah. Okay. So the album. So just like last week, I made you listen to an album, um, and I You're cutting out a little. Sorry. Oh, one sec. What did you do? One sec. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you hear me now? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I asked Io to listen to the Bruce album that I think, like, makes the most, that, like, I listen to the most and that I think is his most famous album. And uh, first of all, it's not an hour and a half long, like the Radiohead album that Io made me listen to. Um, but it is- I won't apologize for that, is the thing. <laughs> Because uh, I think I did a service. Okay. I had I would say that, like, Born in the USA is where, like, my Bruce heart lies. Oh, no. Oh, no. What? Wait a minute. What? I didn't listen to Born in the USA. I listened <gasps> to Born to Run. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Okay. I listened to Born to Run. <laughs> listen, Bruce has been born many a time. And that's kind of what we're learning here. Born to Run is also good, though. Born to Run is kind of incredible. You listened to Born to Run. What were your thoughts? Oh, shoot. Dang. Okay, well, Thunder Road's a bop. (laughs) (laughs) My Uh, thought was, though, this was my first time listening to him, like an album of his. Damn. I was also like, huh, this is her favorite one? Um, <laughs> that is crazy. Is- it's like, uh, no. Okay, but there's a lot of interesting stuff that comes with um, yes. Born to Run that we can kind well, of get into it. <laughs> sure, because there's this, so like him, he's like, he's like rock and roll, but also like blue-eyed soul kind of, like, yeah, you know? Yeah, so like, that like, so that kind that's of- That's his thing? Kind of. So there are- eras of Bruce, you know, with like every album, he kind of would like do a slightly different thing. So there are albums that are more acoustic. There are albums that are more rocky. There are albums that are a little more like R&B, like Blue Eyed Soul adjacent. Um, (laughs) I know. Blue Eyed Soul. Let's let's stop. You know, dude, it's it's Bobby Caldwell did not come to this planet (laughs) to be disrespected. It's not a genre. It's just Bobby Caldwell, a league of his own. God, remember how people used to be like Robin Thicke is blue eyed soul, and it's like, please leave us alone. Damn, until until I mean, listen, Lost Without You, love it, but what I do for love came and it closed <laughs> the door. It said, "I'm here and I'm finished." Anyway, so so I I heard Mister Mister Bossman tooting with his little saxophone. I was like, okay, okay, yeah. So the, he's so addicted the, to saxophone. That's how yeah, I feel. And he, also he, any noise that's like um. I don't know what it is if it's like the end of a piano or like a completely other instrument, but when it's like ding 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 
Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen is so ding, 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 plonk. Well, he, okay, so the whole thing with Bruce, especially Born to Run, the song especially is a really good, like. Born to Run is a bop and a half. Well, yeah, and it's also a good, like, kind of microcosm of how Bruce works because he, I think he worked on that song for six months because he, like, couldn't, he would, like, he was like, I hear it in my head and I can't, like, figure out how to, uh, like, articulate it. Yeah. Like, like in music. And so yeah. he worked on it for six months and then he brought in, I think it's Steve Van Zandt, um, who was it's like. It's always Steve Van Zandt. <laughs> who was like, um, who went and he like, he and Bruce like communed and then he went to the, uh, the, the horns player the horn players and played and like sang each of them their part just like with his voice and oh, then cool. and <laughs> then born to run he he bruce heard it and was like yes that's it exactly like you you are you're my guy now like you're freaking here but he's such a perfectionist Whoa. in that way where he's like i can hear all of this i have all of these words that I'm trying to say and I need the music mm. to sound like the words and like I'm not gonna uh you know yeah. I'm not gonna like just put out something that I don't personally like and I'm gonna spend six months trying to make this song sound exactly how That's I wild. want it to sound to what you just said about like he has all these words and like his head something that I was really impressed with though I'm born to run and not born in the USA damn I'm dumb yay <laughs> yay um, I just was like Bruce born and I was like first one got it uh, <laughs> um <laughs> He should have changed that. Anyway, that's on him. And that's not on me. But listen, um, something that I was really impressed with was just like his lyricism. Uh, yes. There's like the song Backstreets, which I mm-hmm. just thought was like so beautiful, like very evocative. Like you can just like feel like everything so clearly. Like it's very, I don't know, like cinematic, dare yeah. I say. He's, he, I feel like he is like before everything, he is a writer, which is something – that mm. I like that's what I like in music like I you know I love words <laughs> I love like right. like I'm a, like, kind of like a lyrics first kind of person um and so you so, don't like when Radiohead is like my planet is a shallow eye <laughs> eyes are dirt you don't like that no see see that's not uh that kind of see that's that's the thing is that like that sparse kind of lyrical thing is like not my jam at all I I famously believe that if a song is just beautiful like gorgeous for two minutes and there's barely (laughs) any words it's the best song in the world (laughs) I I love that shit Um, I also love the Cocteau twins who don't speak any human language are you like are you like Seeger Rosshive I'm not going to be embarrassed on my own podcast by you. So anyways, (laughs) talk about lyrics. (laughs) Okay. Well, Bruce um, is like addicted to writing in a way that I think is really cool. (laughs) And like there's this really good quote someone, it might have been a reviewer, it might have been someone he associates with who said that like there are – there are Bruce songs that have more words on them than some people's entire albums have on them. Yeesh. And, 
And he's just like... That's Backstreet's, though. Backstreet's, I was like, damn, son, you're really just going in. No, yeah, he just, like, like has stuff to say. And he's like, I'm going to say all of it. And it's and it's that whole thing of uh, the lyrics are always, like, he's like, I have to set the scene and I have to tell you all the characters and I have to, <laughs> like, give you the yeah. themes. And, like, he's writing... Uh, God, these both of these episodes are us getting like really earnest. <laughs> it's sad. It's really um, sad. But it's just like uh it's poetry <laughs> and it's it's you know, it's poetry about like being like a working class New Jersey guy and I'm like, "Oh yeah. my god, I I just love it so much." And also it's not, you know, Oof. it's not working class New Jersey guy in a way that's like um that's like scary or anything it's like very much like this country has failed us the government has kind of failed us and Mm. we have been left behind and not left behind in the scary incel way it's more in like a (laughs) pro-union or left behind also in a scary christian way (laughs) yeah no the the like kind of left behind where it's like they closed the factory and now we're all fucked like that kind of left behind yeah this is just a lyric for, not to keep bringing up Backstreets from the album that I wasn't supposed to listen to. Um, but I, that was one of the ones where I was like, I don't, I'm not like musically as drawn to this, even though there are some like cool like things that he does like with like the instrumentation, like during the bridge and whatever. But um, where this, this like the first verse, like, uh, one soft infested summer, me and Terry became friends, trying to in vain to breathe the fire we was born in, catching rides to the outskirts, tying faith between our teeth. Ugh. Like that's like I'm 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 tw- I'm 20. I'm at a poetry read and I'm horny. <laughs> like, no, okay, yeah. well, okay, we have to talk Gorgeous. about horny in a second, but that's <laughs> but like okay. that but whole that? that's the thing of like um you know right off the bat it's like here are the people here is the feeling like here's where we are like this is a story that I'm telling you and you are here for like I am a writer and then also he freaking shreds on that guitar and like does he play any other instruments or is he mostly just like guitar he's like mainly guitar I think he can like play some other stuff but he's like a guitar player Mm -hmm. um and that's like his whole his whole jam. And he has, you know, the yeah. E Street band. Like they yeah. he has his boys. I, yeah. I will say so for Born in the USA, like because I have actually listened to a lot of it, I realize. Yeah, no, it's um, like all of, it just, it's all like of those songs are like hits. Classic rock that has been everywhere. So like duh. Um but uh like, even, like, uh, I'm on Fire, which is a song that is, like, I really like because, like, structurally, it's, like, the first verse and the chord, you know, it seems, like, very simple. And it's, yeah. like, okay, this girl's, you know what I mean? Like, the music is fun and it's, like, good, but it's, like, okay. And then all of a sudden, like, the third verse just, like, whops you again with his lyricism. Like, he's, mm-hmm. like, no, I can do that shit. It's, no, like, someone on- took a knife, ed- ed- edgy adult, and cut a six-inch valley like through the, the, middle, the of middle of my soul. Of my soul. <laughs> Son, it's so. Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Is such like an incredible opening line to a song. That, Do you um, want to get to horny? <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just rip into horny. Let's cut I mean, to the chase. <laughs> let's cut to the chase. My other reason for loving Bruce is that he's so 
fucking hot (laughs) in a way that I think also this is another thing is that like as a child I saw the like Born in the USA album cover and I was like oh that's a hot butt body situation and then I saw (laughs) Bruce's face and I was like oh okay 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 and then like you know you google young Bruce Springsteen once and you're just down the fucking rabbit hole like that's game over Um, there's a picture of him where he's like holding his guitar and he's like sort of smiling his eyes are closed and he's like ripping in sweat like he's like live he is so sweaty and he's just like dripping in sweat and it's like oh this is good yeah no (laughs) oh this works for me yeah he like looks so good all the time and was has been married to his wife for a billion years. Okay, um, I'm addicted. Whenever they're married, I'm like, well, that just c- cements it because you're a good guy. Well, okay, so the the thing about him and his wife Uh-oh. is that he was married to this other. So his wife was in the E Street Band. She was like a backup singer, and yeah. they like hit it off right away. And everyone was like, oh, are they gonna date? And then. Bruce started dating this other woman and he got married to her and then they broke up, but the, he started dating his current wife um, before the divorce was finalized and everyone oh no. everyone thought like Bruce was kind of gross for doing that and like later he was like, I did not handle that well. But now they've been married for like over 30 years, I think, and have three kids and who are just like normal, like well-adjusted people. Like one of them is a firefighter. <laughs> like is just like a- I think they that's just, hot. It's so hot. Oh my God. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen's firefighter son. Uh, my DMs are open to you. <laughs> Do you think he's listening to a podcast about his father? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe some people are like freaks like that. You're right. You know you how I, you know I have you like a thing. You gotta make sure people aren't slandering your father's name. Exactly, and you know I have like a thing for like a firefighter. Like that's hot to me. Olivia, you remember in bedside when I lived across the street from the firemen, and every day I'd be like, "Okay, time to get the gams out." <laughs> <laughs> I like reverted. I fully it, reverted. I truly like never feel more um, like a woman than when I'm walking past like a hot firefighter and I'm like trying like we like make eye contact and I'm like, ah, like are you, can you save me like like my I my lizard brain is like, oh, my yeah, God, no. that big, strong man could like carry me somewhere. Cool. I like, you know, our government is 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 not always reliable, and sometimes, like you know, your place in relation to uh, public servants or whatever might feel a little bit contested. But I always make sure I go out of my way to say hi to firefighters. I say no, hello. Listen, I pay my respects. It's fuck cops, but we're but it's but, I want to fuck but, a firefighter. <laughs> okay, and them's the politics on that one. Um. We did, you talked about, I mean, we, we mentioned the E Street Band a little. I didn't realize, like, how instrumental they were in that. Like, what is their, like, role in relation to him? Okay, so they, um, they, like, came on, I don't, they weren't always called the E Street Band, and I think they came on around... Uh, it's they. It's not like Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band until maybe like the second album. But it's mm-hmm. like a bunch of the guys were like always kind of around, and they have had basically the same lineup like kind of since 
the 70s. Like, it's okay. really, like, Bruce is really riding with these guys. Um, and the drummer is the, is the, it was, like, David Letterman's, like, band leader. Or no, no, mm-hmm. Jay Leno, Max Weinberg. Um Whoever that is. But now, but then he like left to be a late night band leader and then his son came on to do the drums. And so now like it's truly just like a family affair and they all have known each other for decades. And do you know about, um, do you know about Clarence? I don't know about Clarence. Oh my gosh. Okay. So uh, Clarence played the saxophone for Bruce for decades Mm -hmm. and there, they have like a beautiful. They had a beautiful bond that I might cry about if I think about it too hard. But Clarence died in like 2015, 2016. Um, and there are all these like. There's a very touching, like, I a Bruce quote from his autobiography. I think where he talks about like going to see Clarence in the hospital, like as his like last moment with him and it's like he talks about him in a way where he's like that is my brother like we were like I have never been closer to anyone like this is my guy there's a really beautiful um and also kind of hot (laughs) montage where they would like they kissed every night on stage like they were always sharing Bruce and Clarence Clarence was like this big giant black guy with like a bald head like playing the saxophone and every night on stage they shared like a very tender kiss huh and I just like the I think it's one of those things where it's like if you're you know a Bruce Springsteen type you're a solo artist it's so easy to just kind of rotate out your band if you want to. Like, you don't actually have to care about those people. And I think one right. of the th- cool things about Bruce is that he, like, obviously cares deeply about, like, the people he cares deeply about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love that they're a little family and that he, yeah. he met his wife there. And it's like, oh, God. Oh, you are getting really emotional about it. I really almost cried talking about Clarence. I Clarence. know. I just heard you. <laughs> when you when you watch if you watch the like live video of the Santa Claus is coming to town featuring <laughs> that like crazy sax solo, like Clarence is like really ripping it ripping it. And Bruce is just like watching him, like really excited. Like he just loves what he does. Like he loves watching musicians be incredible at their job. And it's like in a way that is inspiring. That's really beautiful. Um, so, like, obviously you respect Bruce on a on a personal level. Well, okay, I have a question. Yeah. Do you like his voice? Yes. What? Okay. <laughs> Do you not like his voice? Um, I, it's not, like, my favorite voice in the world. No, that's totally fair. I think it's, like... Um, I understand why you wouldn't. I really like that kind of um, gravelly thing. Like a Jim, like like a Jim Morris. You also like, or like, yeah. He got compared a lot to Jim Morrison, like early on, Um, like when people were trying to like deride him. He was like, he's just he's trying to sound like Jim Morrison. That was what I was thinking about in Born to Run. I was like, oh, this is very similar to that. Yeah, and I think he like, um, as as he gets older. I think mm-hmm. he starts to sound uh he sound he starts to sound more like Bruce. He yeah, likes yeah. yeah. He starts to sound more like you were a thing where kind of on the early albums you're like 
this could be kind of anyone. And then he settles into this thing of like, this is what a Bruce Springsteen vocal sounds like. Yeah. Um, and it's like that, cool to be able to see like the artist you like grow. In yeah. I mean, mm. it's kind of like, um, it's like when you kind of watch a writer or like a comic come up and at first you can see that they're kind of like, they're like kind of just an amalgamation of everything that they've consumed. And then they start to like get a voice and you're like, mm-hmm. ah, yes, like there it is. Like that's you. Like that's your mm-hmm. thing. Just, you know, just say my name, honestly. <laughs> yeah, Io famously uh, was mostly a carrot top impersonator <laughs> when I mean, we were in ripped college. Every, ripped everything off of him. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. So that was helpful for me for sure. Um, uh, yeah, and now I only uh, rip off... Um, champ the insult dog so (laughs) and and people like that for me um like so okay we we know professional bruce but we we kind of got into it a little bit but what is like bruce's personality he's like a good guy he's like union right yeah bruce's personality is that like um everyone who meets bruce like kind of, like, around New Jersey, because he just truly just, like, lives in New Jersey and hangs mm-hmm. out, is, like, oh, Bruce is an incredibly nice guy. <laughs> like, Bruce, right. um, one time, like, his, like, he was riding his motorcycle around, and it, like, broke down on the side of the road, and a bunch of, like, other motorcyclers, like, saw him on the side of the road and, like, yeah, like gave him a lift to, like, a bar until he could get picked up. And like, Bruce, like, bought everyone around and just, like, hung out with these guys. <laughs> with That's these, so like, nice. complete strangers until his ride came. And they were all like, yeah, he was uh, very nice and chill. And, That's probably uh, the best thing that could ever happen to you if you were just, like, a normal motorcyclist. Exactly, right? Imagine just, like... Seeing Bruce Springsteen on yeah, if you're a motorcyclist in New Jersey and you see Bruce Springsteen on the side of the road, he he truly he like got on the back of some dude's bike. Imagine being the guy who got to like have Bruce Springsteen wrap his arms, wrap his arms around your waist. <laughs> yeah, strap your hands around my engine, baby. That's me giving Bruce Springsteen a ride to a bar. Wow, is that also a lyric of his? That is that is a, that is a famous uh, Bruce Springsteen lyric. Strap your arms around my engine. Pretty good. <laughs> that's from that's from Thunder Road. Um, oh, and also uh, Bruce like. has <laughs> <laughs> Bruce has huh? What what do you think? Bruce has good politics too, and um, Bruce also has good taste in music. So we can go down either of those roads if um, you want to. Let's do let's do music first. Let's ease the folks into it because I know yeah. we got a lot of right wing listeners, and I don't want to get them <laughs> upset. I don't want to get them upset. Um, Bruce like listens to contemporary music in a way that's oh, like that's like that's nice. surprising. Yeah, Bruce. Uh, Bruce rides for the first Lana Del Rey album, famously. Wow! Wow! So, wow, like, wow! I didn't know so, that. Like, yeah, Bruce is like out here listening to music, and I also think that he really like he um fuck I forget who it is, but he like. He listen. He takes his sons to shows because if you're Bruce Springsteen, you can get a concert to whatever. So his kids will be like, "Will right. you come to this? Sh- will you get me tickets to this show?" And he like goes with them and like listens to new artists and like really just. I think he like keeps his finger on the pulse in a mm. way that a lot of 
You know how like Elton John really also keeps his finger on the pulse? Yes. I think Elton it's John kind of like, famous Jojo Siwa stand. Yeah, I'm yeah. familiar. Elton John also noted like Casey Happy Musgraves birthday, stand. Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Casey Musgraves was one of the only contemporary people that he had on like his show. And she was like, this is the biggest honor of my life. And I was like, you deserve everything good that happens to you, Casey Musgraves. <laughs> well, Elton John also loves uh, Young Thug. <laughs> Elton John and love and say it properly. Elton John and Young Thug love each other. That is so true. I was being rude in that moment. Damn. Happy um, birthday. Happy 16th birthday, Jojo. I hope you have the best birthday ever. <laughs> Good luck on your first tour. And from one musician to another, enjoy every minute on stage with your fans, especially when you sing Crocodile Rock. <laughs> I, I can't believe memorized. you have that memorized. I hate <laughs> that you have it memorized. <laughs> I, I remember like you sending me the video of you doing that and I didn't like it then and I don't like it now. Hold up. Stop that. I'm not going to allow you to be a revisionist colonizer. You literally were laughing. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to let you do that. I actually am not going to let you do that. You were laughing. A revisionist um, colonizer. I'm. If we're talking about your white heritage on this episode, we must address it. <laughs> And that is that, too. So since we're getting political, let's talk about Bruce's politics. Yeah, Bruce um, Bruce is has always been, like, a huge Democrat. And so this is, okay, so if you had listened to Born in the USA, <laughs> uh, hmm. have, you, have you, okay, have you, you know the song Born in the USA? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm not so a the whole heathen. Thing, so the whole thing with that song is, like, Bruce um, was got out of going to Vietnam for some, for like a, uh, he got like a, I don't know, he was like, full, he had a thing. Um, he did, Bruce didn't go to Vietnam. <laughs> he, he had a birthday party he had to go to. <laughs> he like couldn't do it. Like, no, a, he like. I have a thing, I can't, oh, I have a thing that week. <laughs> he like showed up, he like showed up I, to the medical exam and they were like, you can't, you can't go to Vietnam. And he was like, okay, cool. But he like, you know, as anyone his age did, like, saw all his friends come back from Vietnam like super fucked up and like uh so born in the USA is all about like how poorly we treat Vietnam veterans but then the chorus wow. is that whole rousing like right born in the like so so then that must feel so crazy also then to just be like now all these people on the right are singing it and well, like yeah. not knowing the context and it's like so, playing at like baseball games exactly yeah so in the 80s like uh reagan made some kind of mention about born in the u.s he was like one of one of new jersey's finest bruce springsteen and he like referenced born to run or something and bruce the next day on stage was like the president needs to keep my name out his mouth (laughs) like oh hot hot ultimately yeah he was like this is not what this is about like he he a bunch of like like car commercials kept trying to be like, can we use Born to Run in a commercial? And he was like, no, that's not what this song is about. So <laughs> Bruce has always been like very- Born in the ad- USA, you mean? Yeah, Born in the USA. He was like, you guys can't use this song as like did you hear a what patriotic- you said? What did I say? Did you I say said Born, Born to Run? run? And oh we can just see God. how it happened. I, I understand. That happened. I understand okay. how it happened. He should change it. It's not too late to change it. <laughs> Just add an I was before one of them. <laughs> what? I was born to run? That's yes. so not catchy 
at all. I was born in the USA. I mean, I guess that makes m- m- a little more sense because those are like the words to the song. But I'm just pitching. You know what I mean? This is not my industry. I'm simply a consultant, a third party. <laughs> um, a anyway, fresh Bruce- eye on the products. Bruce always campaigns for Democrats. Bruce was like a huge proponent of like gay marriage. Bruce was always like, well, he's mm-hmm. out there kissing Clarence. He's Hell out yeah. there kissing Clarence. I am positive that Bruce has had some kind of like, well, first of all, I'm sure that he and his wife have like let a third person into their bedroom before. And I'm sure that <laughs> they have like done men and women. And that's just something I know in my bones. <laughs> I hate you saying, I am sure I am positive. I believe it. I believe it a hundred percent. Damn, cool that they. Bruce, has, Bruce just has well. the energy of someone who is like so comfortable in his sexuality that he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, okay, uh, this is like this is like the hottest version of of like masculinity, where it's like, all right, like yeah, you're a man, like, but like that allows you to be open to tenderness. Yes. Oh my God, Bruce is so open to tenderness. <laughs> It's like oh, the I thing hated like, how horny you sounded when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, I am really just trying to find like a, a strong New Jersey man on a motorcycle who's open to tenderness. I think that's mm. kind of my end game. Mm. I like that for you. Thank you. I think that's good for you. <laughs> Um, whoa. Okay, also, sorry, I just looked up, like, not to be, like, whatever, but, like, I like that he left his, like, very, like, more classically pretty wife (laughs) for Patty. (laughs) That's how I feel. That's how I feel right now. As, as, um, I remember, like, being a teenager and, like, looking up what Bruce Springsteen's wife looked like, and I was like, oh, Huh. <laughs> like, because his, his first wife was, she's literally like, she's I think, like an, an actress. actress. Yeah, yeah. True, literally an actress. And this is just, like, Patty is just, like, a woman who he, like, met. At, he, like, saw her at a show and was like, you should come sing with us. And they became, like, really good friends. And then they fell in love. And it's just, like, a very pure story. She's, like, she is hot, though. Patty's got, like, an energy. Oh, it's all about energy. It's all about energy and Woo. I think probably There's like pictures sexual of them, charisma. Like, singing together. Damn. Yeah, they're freaks for sure. I love that for them. <laughs> I love that for them. Yeah. And um, they've been they just been together for so long in mm. that way where it's like, oh, maybe maybe love is real and possible. And it's mm. like if you're Bruce Springsteen, obviously you have the a billion chances to like fuck around and, you know, divorce your wife. But he's just sure. a good man who loves his red-headed wife that's like how i feel about like david bowie and amon even though i'm like you know what i mean where i'm like yeah. you just saw that bitch and you were like i'm done <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm finished this is it <laughs> hell yeah god i'm at, like that is those two relationships i think are kind of just like mm, that's the goal where you just like you lock in with this person and you're like right this is it this is it forever like you're yeah. not getting rid of me no, you gotta keep you gotta keep it tight. You can't you can't leave. Um, <laughs> that is definitely yeah. That's how I feel. But I'm like I think I have to be the Bruce situation because I I just I sort of know myself. I know that it, you know I know myself. Mm. I how would love to be. I think I could be a Patty. 
I would give yeah, you Bruce think, or a Patty. That's true. I know for myself. I don't think I. I don't think I have like the allure to. Um, <laughs> I, don't, like, like, you know, like, I just think I lack well, that. There's, there's not a lot of. You don't have like uh, a like a, a mystique. Okay. No, you uh, like, but you like you you come into a room and everyone's like, "I was here." It's not like who's that. Jeez. <laughs> Damn. Hey, tell it to the man who smelled my head yesterday, all right? You watch your mouth. <laughs> that was really so scary. It was dramatic. Um, Wait, in the Bowie, um, Amon... In my head, and he said, uh, wow, this is what black girl magic must mean, huh? And I said, please stop. Ew. Wait, that's disgusting. I know. He I... smelled it? Yes. No, 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 no. I'm true. No. This is what I'm saying. This is, like, why I don't ever look nice places. Cause no, then the hounds this, come out. It's no, why. that's why you're the Bruce. You you have to be the Bruce. You I gotta have to keep, be the. Because if I'm the Patty, my life is over. <laughs> um, in the David saying? Bowie Amon situation, who do you think you are? Are you Bowie? No, I think I'm Amon in that situation. <laughs> I think I'm Amon. Because at that I think point, so I'm too. like, you're marrying me or you're not. So. <laughs> Pick. Bye. Play around. I'm smart. I'm cool. What's up? <laughs> I you think know? that tracks. That tracks yeah. for you. Who do you think you are in that situation? Um, I think I'm much more of a Bowie in that situation, I think. In what sense? Yeah. Because I think it's more of like, I I think I'm doing, uh, I think I'm like fucking around. I, like I'm good the, the one who's like fucking around and okay. someone will be like, hey, like, is is this happening or not? And I'll be like, oh, uh, yeah, I guess it is. Okay, cool. Let's get married until one of us dies. Oh, I'm just thinking about that again. Hot. Okay, well, speaking of marriage and death, ding dong, it's time for a little game of Fuck, Mary Kill. The <sighs> game where Olivia and I take crucial moments from our icon's life, career, and we fuck, marry, and kill them, baby. So, Olivia... You picked last time. I've been listening. I've been thinking. I think these are the moments that will be fucking marrying killing. The music, the sound, the Bruce of it all. Okay, great. Okay. His um his persona, his like his like everyday man like kindness, but also like political engagement, like mm-hmm. that that okay. And then the fact that he is physically hot. So his body. <laughs> his face just and like, his body. Just like objectifying, just like purely the physical form of yes, Bruce Springsteen. Yes. The, 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 the vase which carries the soul. Okay, wait. Are we doing present day looking Bruce or like peak Bruce? We're going to do right after peak. Right after peak? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that'll make hmm. things a little. I think that's a little interesting. Okay. So I feel. Uh, okay. I think actually, I know. Actually, you know what? No, I want to. I want to torture you. Bruce had his absolute hottest, soaked in sweat. <gasps> oh God. Okay. Able to do things physically beyond <laughs> human imagination. Okay. 
cool. The carcass unleashed. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. I kind of get it. Um, so the music. Yeah. The man and the boss, or his hot, rippling body. Okay, I feel like we're like two seconds away from like, like this is verging on sexting or whatever, like phone sex, the way you're talking to me about this. (laughs) There was something that you said to me yesterday and I was like, I think this is a sext. (laughs) What was it? I'm trying to remember. It was something where I was just like, this is absurd. Did I not? I guess I didn't well, take a screenshot of it. I guess I just was we'll never like, know. Oh, I guess it's how we talk now. But it was also probably something where it was like, you just like said something to like to vaguely compliment me or something like that. <laughs> oh, you sent me a, a complimentary DM yesterday and I was like, is Io sexting me? Oh, I think it was me. <laughs> I remembered wrong. Wait, it was me. Wait one sec. Um, I'm gonna read it. I'm addicted to you being the 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 sexter and being like Olivia sexted me. It's like whoa, okay, okay. Trying to change a narrative. It's toxic. I apologize. Fuck, it was me. That's so funny. Oh, I said. Oh, this is a crazy exchange. You said that I looked really toned. And then you said, that's the only thing I want to hear. And I said, babe, you're making it easy. Sorry. (laughs) That's literally how my reply guys talk to me. No, I know. But it's also like I won't text back a guy that I'm like actively hooking up with for days. But I will like text you this (laughs) like two seconds after you post your story. And that's my that's my American right, okay? That's my right. That's our that's our marriage. That's our truth. It's, honey, that's our marriage. And if you're not into it, well, just know that Bruce would be. Okay, we have to get back to fuck Mary Kill. Please. Tell me. Okay. Tell me what you do. So we're fucking we're fucking the body, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just that's you know, how could we not? Okay. Um we're marrying the music because it's it's that thing of like there is so much of it and I feel Mm -hmm. like I could spend an entire lifetime like going in and learning everything about it and it's like so there's such a wealth of uh like personality and information and like it would it'd be one of those things where it'd be like I wake up every day and learn something new about my husband and it's like that would be me with the Bruce discography um and then unfortunately we are killing like Bruce the persona Bruce the man on the back of the motorcycle Mm -hmm. uh Bruce the proud democrat at like the Hillary uh fundraiser or whatever wow okay um and do you do you have an answer to this cue um, yes, I do. I think I do. I think I'm going to fuck the fuck him, fuck the hot. Mm-hmm. I think I'm fucking hot guy. I think I'm burying his personality. Okay. Because just because I like, I think that's a person that I would want to marry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> just, absolutely. Just like good dude, union guy, good principles, stands by them, progressive, uh, incorporates them into his work. 
Unfortunately, I don't know what he does for work because I'm killing the music. <laughs> um, and that's I just, okay. I know that it's not right, but I think I could cobble together things missing from that. I will miss that. That I will miss Clarence his horn. It, but if I can have Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're marrying the man, you kind of get Clarence also the man. You just don't get the sax. So it's like I, up I to want, you. I want Clarence the sax. But, you know, that's the thing about being an adult. That's the thing about marriage. Spoiler <laughs> for a, a marriage story, which hasn't come out yet. But I assume it's this. You can't always get what you want. <laughs> uh, okay. I I'd accept that as an answer. I think, you know. Yeah. Those are those are good picks. I'm glad yeah. neither of us killed hotness because no, no, ultimately no, 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 no. that's what we're about. No, no, never. Above all, I'm vapid, and if that's not clear <laughs> by now, I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> um. Okay. So, Liv, we we took a pretty a pretty comprehensive look at Bruce. Would you say? But um, before we make a judgment, do you, do you have any last words or anything else you'd want to? say or bring up yeah um let me gosh I was like thinking about this before we did it and now it's like in front of me and I'm like Mm. oh like I have to really kind of maybe synthesize my thoughts on Bruce um but I think that Bruce Springsteen is and this is not you know none of what I'm saying is like groundbreaking or interesting like or like a new thought but I think he is so um important to the American canon and I think he he's similarly to Radiohead it's like you see Bruce everywhere through like decades of music and not just like not just with like rock but you also see it in like uh I don't know in like there's pop music that has Bruce in it there's like R&B music that has Bruce in it like he is so part of the fabric of American music in a way that is that like uh, so few, especially honestly, so few like white people are like, mm. I think like there's like, uh, you know, there's we didn't even talk about Bruce as a songwriter, but like Bruce wrote songs for so many people. He wrote songs for Patti Smith. He wrote songs for Donna Summer. He's like, wow. he's just like a, a, someone who loves music so much and is someone who is like I don't I, he, I think he's another one of those people who's like I can't this is how I live my life like I can't not write songs mm-hmm. for myself mm-hmm. for other people like this is what I was put on this earth to do and I'm gonna do it until I like absolutely pass out mm-hmm. um, and I think that like uh, like you know, Bruce was determined to be an icon by the general public 20, 30 years ago. But uh, I think it's cool that I can listen to something like I'm on fire or like Rosalita or something. And it still sounds interesting. Like some of like some of my favorite Bruce songs, I feel like sound um, not like they they don't age horribly like sometimes you'll listen to like a yacht rock song and you're like oh that's the 80s and then mm-hmm. you'll listen to like I'm going down and you're like oh that could be a song that a band puts out today and it would be like 
cool and interesting, and I'd like As it. As somebody who recently tried to have a Michael McDonald like moment, like I I tried. Yeah, 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 yeah. You kind of like dipped your toes back in. Yeah, you were right about Yacht Rock. <laughs> you are correct. Like, it's just, you know, it's a certain thing. It It's it's good for when it's good, but it doesn't, you know, it's not timeless. That's the peg, thing is that peg, Bruce is kind of peg timeless. Peg by Steely Dan, though. Peg by Steely well, Dan, though. Sure, sure. <laughs> but Bruce, back to Bruce. No, I think that's it. I think it's like the timeless nature, the talent, the like – uh, the kind of steadfastness to his ideals, the kind of also the willingness to be like, I have made mistakes in my past. Like that's kind of the whole thing of the Broadway show, which is another thing we didn't talk about, which is like he goes on stage and like sings his songs, but also reads from his autobiography and is like, I have fucked up in my life before. <laughs> and like mm. my my dad has fucked up and like that fucked me up. And like I have not always made the right choice, but I'm like a person who learns and like tries to do the right thing. And it's like, oh, that's like, you know, it's a, a refreshing honesty from someone who is so fucking famous. Mm. Um, and I just think that, you know, Bruce will outlive me. <laughs> like, I think that he'll be around like that when aliens discover the like dried husk of Earth, they'll find like a Bruce Springsteen CD and be like, this is cool. Wow. I'm blown away by that. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, I guess it's time for me to make my verdict. Yeah. Make your verdict, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll adore. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like stupid. To like, like, <laughs> like, I, like, what am I supposed to say? I mean, yeah, you know, I, I don't, it's, I don't, I still haven't, you know, I didn't grow yeah, up no. with it. I get but, it. But, you know, I get it. I get what I, think I these, get. I think these episodes are cool because we, like, both, like, learn a lot about each other. <laughs> mm, for sure. For sure. Um, it's <laughs> also a great reminder how humiliated we are by Ernesty. That, like, oh the my of God. Us, yeah. Our voices, both of us like, being like, uh, and when he well, writes a song and makes me feel... Um, and guys, I, I guess, um, Great. it's uh, time for the um, episode to end. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for listening to this one. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Uh, feel free to, uh, give us some feedback and you can do that, uh, when you like, when you share, when you subscribe, when you comment, when you rate, subscribe, review, baby. Dems <laughs> the words. Dems the tickets. Um, yeah, feel free to do that anywhere, you know, wherever you get your podcasts, wherever, wherever, you're, listen wherever you're listening to this right now, wherever your friends listen to theirs too. And maybe you do that twice at the same time, and it, <laughs> you know, one, one of your phone in the left ear, one in the right, make it freaky, have fun. Uh, <laughs> thanks so much for listening guys. Um, and we'll, we'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.